I'm Paige Waterhouse. And I'm Nabil Raza. From the Cavalier Daily, this is On Record. Over the past few decades, college tuition prices have skyrocketed. From 2008 to 2018, tuition at four-year public universities has increased by an average of 37% in all 50 states. And as tuitions rise by 3% a year, college campuses are becoming more reliant on tuition for their revenue. Tuition at the university for undergraduates has risen about 3 to 4% in the last two years, with some schools experiencing higher or lower tuition hikes. There are several factors that go into rising tuition costs. For public institutions, there have been steep declines in state funding, causing universities to have to increase revenue in order to offset losses. There has been a surge in demand and an influx in student populations, resulting in a need for more financial aid and more funds for professors, supplies, and infrastructure. This is becoming a problem with increasing importance for students across the country. Now, more than half of families borrow or take out loans to pay for their children's education. CNBC reports that college tuition is the second largest expense in one's lifetime behind buying a home. The implications of rising costs are felt by both universities and students, as universities continuously find ways to make up for decreasing revenue and as student debts increase. Financially, universities in the United States have become increasingly reliant on international students, specifically in the past two decades. One of the largest exports of the American economy is higher education, and international students pump billions of dollars into local economies across the country. The majority of international students hold F-1 visas, which are non-immigrant student status visas for academic and language studies that also allow students to work in the United States for a year after graduation. As universities struggle to respond to coronavirus and the potential for transmission on campuses, universities have also had to consider how travel restrictions and loss of tuition from international students impacts revenue. The University of Virginia has over 2,500 international graduate and undergraduate students from over 100 countries. As international students, they are not eligible for federal student loans, nor are they eligible for the university's financial aid programs. The university's official statement on this policy is, quote, For international students who are foreign nationals, the University of Virginia does not have funds available for scholarships or loans, end quote. As a result of this policy, international students pay full tuition, or in some instances, more than full tuition, given exchange rates, and help support the university and its financial aid packages. Following the outbreak of the coronavirus worldwide and the closure of the university in March, international students faced difficult decisions. While some students were incapable of returning home because of outbreaks and travel restrictions in their home countries, Other students returned home and spent their summer unsure if they would be able to return to the United States in the fall. Coronavirus travel restrictions implemented by the Trump administration in March did not exempt F-1 visa students barring international students from entry. Additionally, travel policies implemented over the summer that were later removed required international students to take at least one in-person class in order to keep their visas. Only in mid-July did the United States State Department reverse course and allow international students holding F-1 visas to enter the country and continue their studies in person. In the months between the outbreak of the coronavirus and the beginning of the fall semester, international students had to consider whether or not they would be allowed to return, and if so, if that would be a smart decision given the circumstances. 
We spoke to third-year college student Archie Banks from Nottingham, England, about his experience this past summer concerning student visas, tuition concerns, and the decision-making process of whether or not to return to grounds this fall. My concerns about student visas uh, over this past summer were, they essentially started obviously when I went back in spring break uh, around March time when England got locked down and we were all banned from coming back to the US. So I basically thought I wasn't returning for this term until roughly around July. I was looking for kind of loopholes to try and get around the immigration system in the US, but it was seeming pretty difficult. Uh, so I actually hadn't booked a flight until roughly start of August. So I had to make all my semester arrangements um, within a few weeks, which wasn't really ideal. My decision to come back this time was mainly based around the fact that I'd been stuck in the same house with the same people um, for around six months. So I kind of was looking forward to getting back to my apartment, whether it was um, whether classes were online or not. I kind of felt that the disadvantage online classes presented didn't outweigh the advantage of finally living back uh, with people my age and uh, having more independence gave me. My tuition concerns about it being online, my parents were definitely um, a little bit annoyed that tuition was the same price, even though the education we're getting is completely different uh, is a completely different standard, but they can't really change much about it. And I think you still get the same experience while you're here. Uh, obviously not going into class, but you can still um, meet your friends and meet new people. I still think it's um, a very good experience being here for this semester. For many domestic students, financial aid has become essential. According to the University of Virginia website, 35% of the student body receives financial assistance. Already facing economic strain because of the pandemic, many students were faced with the difficult decision of coming to grounds and receiving financial aid or staying home and losing that aid. Over the summer, many students were surprised by a sudden drop in their financial aid offers. After indicating whether or not they were coming back to grounds or incurring housing costs on a survey inquired about their living situation, some students were greeted with about a $7,000 drop in their financial aid. The university acknowledged that some of these were in error, but that aid could be adjusted based on the student's decision for where to live for the fall semester. The Student Financial Aid Office explained this change on their website. Quote, if a student has indicated they will be away for the fall 2020 term, the comprehensive fee, housing, and travel cost of attendance line items will be reduced unless the student has indicated they have housing costs, in which case only the fee and travel elements will be adjusted. Students receiving financial aid will therefore have a reduction in their financial need and a corresponding adjustment in their financial aid offer, end quote. If a student indicated they would be in Charlottesville, then students would see no change in their financial aid offer. The fee students pay to the university pay for facilities and services for all students. These are activities that are available regardless of if classes are in person or online, including student health telemedicine, technology support, software licensing, and academic credentialing, among others. They also help support physical aspects of grounds, including university transit services and recreational facilities. 
The university did acknowledge that due to the fact that some of these services are limited this semester, they would reduce the fall 2020 mandatory fee and the university activity fee by $660 for those who will not be living or learning on grounds or in the local community to try to accommodate those who elected to stay home. Some students were shocked to find that their virtual semester resulted in significantly less financial aid than what they had before. Seville Weekly found many were met with confusion after finding that their financial aid had been significantly reduced after completing a survey that did not suggest the results would prompt changes in aid. In the same article, Seville Weekly spoke to students that reported waiting on hold for over three hours in order to speak to a representative from Student Financial Services. One anonymous student told Seville Weekly that they, quote, sent a message to SFS asking for confirmation that they wouldn't be charged for on-grounds housing if they decided to live at home due to COVID-19, end quote. They received a response which stated, quote, financial aid does not change whether you live in UVA housing or not. We utilize the estimated amounts in cost of attendance when calculating financial aid, end quote. It was reported that two months later, the student's financial aid was reduced by $4,000 after they chose to stay at home. That same student told Seville Weekly, quote, The entire process has been horrible. I had to wait for about two hours on the phone in order to finally be able to talk to someone. SFS, on the whole, has been very quiet about everything and have made few public announcements. So I learned much from my friends and other people on Reddit." End quote. These confusions and shifts in aids reflect a time for UVA and universities across the nation that require an overhaul of cost and revenue structure. This unprecedented situation has shed a light on a huge problem of higher education, tuition costs. These swift and confusing changes have been tangibly impacting students. On Record is written by Neela Connaughton, Will Bird, Peyton Guthrie, Ariana Aronson, Sophia Moore, Genevieve Charles, Maggie Lynn, Karen Sun, and Kristen Davidson-Schwartz. The show is produced by Carmen Mew, David Hunt, Ann Williams, and Grace Fluharty. Our editor is Nabil Raza. Thanks for listening. This has been On Record.